Welcome to Foster Career Experience, a podcast featuring interviews with people who've had experience with the foster care system about their lives, their career journeys, and their stories of navigating the workplace. We all bring unique histories with us in our jobs, and by understanding each other's, we can make the workplace better for everyone. Today's episode features Victor, a millennial who works in communications. Victor arrived at our interview early, ordered a large iced coffee, and responded to emails on his phone while I wrapped up a Zoom meeting. He didn't have any other in-person meetings that day, but he still wore slacks and a button-down gingham shirt. Victor first discovered his love for communications in high school when he was recognized by his teachers and peers for his writing. This led to studying English in college, a career in journalism, and eventually a career in corporate communications. Early in his career, Victor made a difficult decision to leave a job without another one lined up, partially because the company's values didn't align with his. While some people discouraged this choice, Victor remembers a like-minded person at the company who pulled him aside and said, don't worry, the cream rises to the top. That was more than 10 years ago, but Victor still thinks about that moment of validation, especially during the challenging times of his career. Coming from foster care, one of my great strengths is a sense of values and fairness. I have a strong belief in wrong and right, and want to create a fair and equal workplace where people even though those are ideals that don't always play out, I think that's one of the, the strengths that someone that's been through challenging times has, is they want to create positive experiences. Victor has worked professionally for over 15 years, and only recently has he begun sharing at work that he was adopted. I would say in the first 10 years, 15 years of my career, I rarely mentioned my background in foster care or being adopted. I would say recently I switched companies in the last few years, and I made that part of my identity. And in doing so, I introduced myself that way on on the first one of the team calls, right, as part of my background. And then someone else that that was adopted reached out to me and said, I never mentioned that, but I'm so glad you did. And we were able to build a bond of connection from that moment. Victor tends to be introverted, and he attributes his ability to connect quickly and build deep relationships with people to his experiences and how they've shaped him. Because Victor's colleagues responded warmly to him sharing his identity of being adopted, Victor wanted to share even more. However, there were times earlier in his career that he didn't feel as welcomed or like he could share. One time early in my career, Someone had done something, sent me an email that I felt wasn't showing appropriate respect for my experience in my work, right? I sent an email back to them that was, you know, a little bit more on the emotional side of things, right? A female colleague on the email thread reached out to Victor and said she was surprised by his response. Men don't typically communicate with other men that way, she said. And I said... That that's true. That's how I tend to communicate 
is on that emotional, personal level. But she brought up a good point of that other person may not be used to communicating that way. So it could be very challenging for them because for men in, cor in the corporate workplace, communicating about emotions isn't something that is that's familiar to them. When for someone like myself, and it's been through foster care, communicating my emotions has been how I protected myself for most of my life. And so it's how I've expressed myself, how I've tried to drive the outcomes that are that meet my need. And most times in corporate America, they want you to kind of push your feelings aside and focus on the outcome. But I understand that feelings are part of the experience and we bring that whether or not we whether or not we like it or not to every situation and interaction both inside and outside the office and so i try to connect with people on that level because it helps them understand me as as a human and not just an employee victor noted that a lot has changed since he sent that email organizations are now encouraging their employees to bring their whole selves to work however there are still some aspects of who we are that are missing from that conversation. I think when you do bring your whole self to work, it requires the organization to accept certain things, which means you're going to have good days emotionally and you're going to have bad days. But you are a human being and a person, and that's going to affect things. But what it also does is it creates the space for forgiveness and acceptance of each other, knowing that we don't have to be perfect every day, and if we screw up, we can forgive each other because we understand each other, as opposed to maybe more traditional models where you don't talk about it, and then you have an argument, and you walk away with a resentment, and that resentment festers and plays out in other kinds of ways in the corporation, whether it's for gossip or or seeking other employment, or, you know, lots of different negative outcomes. By bringing his whole self to work, Victor is able to share his unique strengths, including those that he attributes to his experiences in foster care and being adopted. Victor is collaborative, empathetic, fair, loyal, creative, and cares deeply for his colleagues and their work. Going back to being in foster care, I connect with how, the people that have helped me and helped create a positive life for me. And I know that it took immense support systems, both social and personal sacrifices of people to help get me to where I am today. And so I want to support other people in that way too, so that we can all be, you know, in many ways, live, live our best lives. We work 40 hours a week, which is the bulk of a lot of our waking hours. We should be connected, happy, and fulfilled during that time. And you can't do that if you're not supporting people as people. One way that Victor thinks organizations can support foster care alumni is by creating a greater sense of security within their jobs. When you look at organizations and you've got people in the organization that are foster, that have been in foster care, or adopted, one of the greatest values and in, in things drivers for them is going to be their sense of security and, f and fairness. And so it's incumbent upon the, the organization in many ways to create a sense of security within that environment for that person 
to thrive. Looking back at my career, a lot of the choices I made were left were more risk averse because I was I was less I felt less secure in my social standing and less secure economically because of the background that I've had. I could feel like at any time, sometimes the the floor might fall out on me. If the organization create that security, they can really allow people that are adopted, have been in foster care, to to be to take more challenges and to deliver better better experiences. Victor thinks companies can provide greater security by allowing their employees more freedom to fail. That way, employees know that they can grow through experiences and can feel more secure in taking risks. He's also looking for more opportunity. Victor wants to find an organization that will value his strengths and allow him to help build the kind of organization that he wants to be part of. In a lot of organizations, there's such a focus on managing up. I tend to manage parallel and manage and sometimes inspire down because I want to create positive, enriching experiences for everyone at, the, at work. I think in the, in the future of work, the ability to influence laterally and make everyone feel valued and a part of the organization is as important or, or more important than the ability to lead down. I think for me, the places that I want to grow is how to continue to influence outcomes and people within an organization to help create a place and a workplace that mirrors that kind of compassionate, accepting, and and open experiences that I've talked about. Whatever comes next, the cream always rises to the top. And so will Victor. Thanks for listening to this episode. This podcast was created and hosted by me, Sam Heimbach. It was produced by Zachary Webb. Podcast art and website design are by Hanna Finvez of HMF Design. Music is from Soundstripe. This podcast was funded in part by the Baton Savoie Scholarship offered through the Human Dimensions of Organizations Master's Program at the University of Texas at Austin. You can learn more about this episode and others at fostercareerexperience.com. Thank you.